1: is
2: the Bill Squire show. Hey everybody, welcome to this week's episode of the Bill Squire show. I am your host, huh? And this is uh, Jim Tews. Hi. Hey Jim. Uh, so thank you for the coffee first of all. Appreciate it. Thank you for buying me a hat. And just really funding my life this weekend <laughs> Yeah, well, how did that work? I
1: don't know you, you, <laughs> you let me borrow your car Yeah,
2: well, I think that evens it out, right? Sure you put gas in it? Though. No, I didn't put gas in it I didn't think so You didn't drive that much, though uh-uh. So, that's fine um, So, Jim Tews, uh if you don't know Jim Is a comedian, an artist, uh, a director, a an editor, a Screamer. animator Just really multi-talented in so many ways, why aren't you further? <laughs> <laughs> Solid question. Who's holding you back? Uh, it's got to be me, right? No, no, that's not how we do things in 2020. It's somebody else's fault. Oh,
1: um, no, I think I'm not farther because I don't, I don't have a dynamic personality. Uh, I, ju- I like to do things, but mm. I'm not good at talking about the things I'm doing.
2: Right? Yeah, that's. Is that what makes? It, I think that's conceited. Is that a dynamic personality? No, but it's a a, a segment of
1: one's personality that definitely helps in these yeah.
2: times. Well, and that's one thing that I've always struggled with is I like doing the things that I do, but then when I get excited about it, it comes off real like desperate. Yeah, rather than like like this is cool and you guys are gonna and like it's one of the things that I'm most jealous of Mary for. Yeah, because she gets excited about things and it gets other people excited. Yeah. I don't know if it's her background in cheerleading or if it's her background in cheerleading that's made it her so good at that. <laughs> good
1: but,
2: uh, but yeah, she's very good at being a, like. Well, first, she's an excitable person overall, and I think when you get to the point of our lives, you're you're just like jaded. Yeah, where you're like, hey, this is gonna, this is cool, but you know, I know how you guys react to my stuff, so I'm not that excited about it. I'm I'm excited about making it and putting it out there, but I, I'm I'm the reaction I'm going to get to it is going to be minimal.
1: Right. And I also think, like, we've talked about this before, because I remember I listened to the Alan Cox show when I'm in New York. um, And I've heard you you guys talking about it. Mm -hmm. The other weird thing to remember is, like, Mary is in the generation, like, behind us, comedy-wise. And when we started comedy, like... Being enthusiastic about your own stuff was the worst thing you could possibly be. Right? Yeah, that's very it true. Not,
2: it was not like it's like cool. so like you're selling merch. You have yeah. an album. What are you fucking Dave Chappelle? You think you can have an album already? You've been doing this ten years, and you think you can have an album? And uh, yeah, like, uh, or you've been doing it five years. You think you can do uh, that kind of a spot? You can you can make a poster. You can have a website. You can have a MySpace. What are you promoting? An open mic? Like it was all yeah. that kind of shit talk. Versus now, it's like. Hey, I uh, go do stand up, but also try and get a million followers on TikTok.
1: Right, and it and it makes sense. Like if I if I had come along later, I yeah. w- that's what I would have done, and I tried to to some degree. But I remember, like, like Dane Cook was the one that was really good at that stuff, and people used to shit on him, yeah, for being that. But then that's what, and that's what everybody that's became. What, that's yeah. what everybody became. Yeah,
2: but in, but everybody like I think there's ways to do it and find uh, your own lane for it cuz yeah. if you see you know someone like Burt Kreischer who's really good like his promotional videos he goes all out for him like he'll he'll spend right. money to do them and make them over the top and silly and fun and they speak to his fans and like that's you know that's good and Polk's even good at that stuff to a degree when he wants yeah. to promote something like i remember when he was uh doing stuff like uh like him headlining the improv and him just walking out of Lake Erie in a full suit. Right. And it's slow motion and it's like it it wasn't the like most popular video that he's ever had, but it worked f- to get people to that show. Right. So it's maybe a- we just gotta do better. Yeah,
1: I mean everybody <laughs> could. But it's also like a there's also like a balance. Like mm-hmm. when I do the animation stuff, right? Yeah. Like the the animation that I've done for myself, which was like one clip that's like that I really put a lot of work into because I just wanted to see how good I could make it. Mm-hmm. It took me a really long time and it was a lot of effort uh, to animate a bit that took me a lot of effort right? to
2: write and perfect and then record. And, and one thing people uh, don't care about is like when they they compliment you on that bit, you go, yeah, it was really hard to get that to work. They're like, huh? Yeah. Who cares? I, I just like it. I thought it was funny. Yeah. and yeah. then
1: And then on top of that, like, like I am just, I am just saying. Like, there is places you can put your energy, right? Mm-hmm. So, if you want to make, if you want to be a comic and be promotion savvy, yeah, some people have a natural knack for it. Some people can do like low effort promotional stuff. Like Polk is really good at that stuff, yeah. Like the, you know. But, but where do you want it? Like for me, I have something inside me that's like, well, I can't. I can't allow myself to do a shitty animation of my mm-hmm. own bit. Right. So now I have to spend three months
2: working on it. Working on it. And then by the time you get done with it, you are like, why wouldn't people want to see? It? I worked three months on this. Yeah, and nobody cares. And nobody cares that bit. That <laughs> oh, thing it's on, so disheartening. That thing on YouTube. I try, and that's why I try to do what I do. Like having the followers that I have, and like I'm very aware i try to be very aware especially of my friends stuff and the, the stuff that they're doing and try to share it out like your stuff i really try to share out and and like comment on and engage with uh ben palmer who i've had on the podcast yeah he does really funny shit yeah and i like sharing that and so like i, I really and even just have the people that i have on this podcast like there are people that are doing really well and are like names but there's a lot of people that are, have been on here that are just people that i think are super talented and I just want people to be aware of them.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard to cut through the noise mm-hmm. and to make like to keep putting stuff out because now like it's a lot more people like, you know, it's a lot more, like you, you put an animation out. You worked on three months on. Right. Well, it yeah, it'll stay on YouTube for a long time and it might find a second wind. Life, at some but point, yeah, but right now. Uh, that th- animation that took me 3 months has 450 views on YouTube.
2: Yeah, something like that. <sighs> and it's like well we also kind of got fucked too because YouTube <laughs> used to be better about like if you don't have your audience on YouTube, uh it's really hard to find it now. Yeah, they don't do any curation. They don't do any curation anything like, they like used that. To. But even like just it's suggesting videos because there's so much content on there that they're going to suggest things that already that make them money so like if you if you do that curation and they go and see that they'll be like well this is jim twos and here's people that are way more famous than jim that you can you know look at their content yeah and and it's
1: it's become part uh, partly about like boosting the platform yeah as opposed to just because youtube was so scattered when we first started remember like that uh, Brian Fantastic yeah. sketch, the magician one that was on the front page of YouTube. I know, I know. That remember. was on the front page. You thought it was featured on MySpace, all that stuff. And there was no reason for nobody knew anybody that was in any of those things. Right. And that stuff happened all the time. Yeah. And it was cool, but then like you know, and it got you some attention. Like it's not like they sent you a million dollars or something, but it was cool because it felt like random discovery mm-hmm. of things. And or somebody at YouTube was kind of curating and being like, This is funny, this is well done, yeah. whatever. Instead of,
2: you know, that video pretty much made Christina content. a quick quick, comedy. (laughs) Unfortunately. Yeah,
1: Yeah. that was the first time I realized like, oh, the internet sucks for young women. Yeah. It was an absolute shithole for young women. Let's explain
2: what people to people what it is. Uh so the Brian Fantastic video, you can still find it on YouTube. Uh was Brian Fantastic was played by Jim and he was a really bad magician that was talk like trying to engage with his girlfriend or like just, you know, ask her out and stuff. Or what what is exactly? no? She was breaking. Up. She, was she was breaking break up, with up with him, with... and he kept trying to do magic tricks to win her back through the breakup. Yeah, yeah, and uh, it uh, it's pretty funny, and it was pretty you know early on in our comedy careers, and just like it was probably like two thousand six, before that. Maybe. I mean cuz I think I'm, but we filmed it at my old apartment. I think I lived, oh. moved in in 2006. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think it was the summer of 2006. Right.
1: And we were trying to film all kinds of stuff yeah. on a pretty regular basis. Mm-hmm. Um well, we did like a whole series. Yeah. Like the, and the we A1 did production show. Live shows. Yeah. We tried to remember when we tried to rent a like a, a studio basically. Oh yeah, yeah. We tried to like get an office mm-hmm. for our
2: our disconnected sketch group. We yeah, that uh Spent like the, the this is uh, early on in comedy. We had a sketch group and we were doing these live shows. And before we wrote a sketch, we had this meeting where we were supposed to, like, hey, we're gonna talk about this business part of it and then we're gonna write sketches uh, and maybe do a little rehearsing for this live show we're doing. And for three and a half hours, uh, a couple of the people in the sketch group just argued about who gets the rights and who gets the money for all the sketches. <laughs> <laughs> like three and a half hours and i was just like i'm like guys we got it let's we'll cross that like but like if we don't talk about it now we're gonna not talk about it later and then it's gonna it's be gonna, like, it's gonna be real rough yeah, no, later yeah. uh, so and some of those sketches are still up yeah
0: some of stuff
2: yeah uh i think there was some some oh, of those the the myspace sleepover i think was pretty funny yeah uh they're all myspace because this is before facebook even
1: um and then it well, to go back to the Christina one, yeah, Christina was like nineteen or something, eighteen.
2: I think that was right because when or was she underage? I think she was seventeen on her way to eighteen at that point, maybe even young because we started two thousand I started in two thousand and four and she was fourteen when shes when we met her, yeah, so she was probably sixteen or seventeen, but she worked at the improv like. In the kitchen at 16 or 17. Like, we, like, I I was a door guy there and she worked there with me. Yeah. And I would, like, drive her home.
1: And then, and then we had her in sketches. Yeah. And she was very funny and just, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, good energy. And she was in the sketch and then it goes online. And uh, she just, like, she's, we don't even say her name Mm -hmm. in the sketch or anything. It's not like, yeah. People found her from, watching the video. Wow. And like, find, you know, just looking at our friends or whatever. Yeah. And then, and she starts getting messages and, and messages me. And is just like, you got to take this down or like disable count. Cause I'm yeah. this is driving. And I, and it, and it was like, Oh my God, I, that never even occurred to me. Right. That, that people would do that. That people would do that, and and it was so disheartening. Yeah, because you're just like,
2: well, what the fuck? Like this, we did this funny, cute little. We did this funny thing, and it's like adorable. It, like
1: it's it's like yeah, it's, just a
2: it's fun little sketch. It's
1: it's bordering on corny. Yeah, it's like a, a sketch of dad jokes. Yeah, and now this young woman can't like like. That was that. How it affected me, I'm sure. Obviously, it affected her ten times worse than then
2: she. No, Jim, it was worse for you. It probably was. <laughs> but yeah, that was a bummer. Yeah, yeah. that was a, that was a real bummer. Um, so yeah, so engage with the people. Turn on our post notifications and shit. If you follow me and follow Jim, turn on post notifications and be our super fans so we can get some goddamn. But don't
1: comment traction on
2: like, by my body. Uh, yeah, that's also good. <laughs> We should have thicker skin though. We honestly should.
1: I'm I mean I I don't get too many uh harsh messages. Uh one every once he, in a while I'll get something oh, shitty, but I don't f- really care.
2: What what it really comes down to for me it's always whenever I talk about anything political and then like they come at me and then just like uh come at my kids and stuff like that and they're just and it's not a lot but it's it's enough that you're like man there are some shitty people out there. Oh yeah. So it's just it's just weird to like see people have that reaction and stuff like that now, if you come at me and just keep it like all about like whatever i was saying i'm fine with that but like when you start trying to like pick apart my family that's weird yeah don't do that yeah don't do that either or do what you want i don't know we're not here to do it tell in you person. how to live your lives do it in person if you're brave no, don't do that either. <laughs> Sorry. I don't need people showing up. He's going to be like, hey, Bill, I had to tell you that you think your son isn't really trans. <laughs> Jim told me. <laughs> I should say it to your face. Yeah, that he's going to hell. Okay, so actually that's.
0: Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox Internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test Intelligence data Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit Cox.com/internet for details.
1: Leftovers, or the DMV,
0: Number
1: 97. or house cleaning. Or
0: Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a 100 different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. We're prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
2: Something I want to talk to you about. So my grandma writes me letters pretty much once a month or twice a month. That's and, cool. No, that's it. Oh, right. uh um, Because well. here's here's the letter that she wrote, and I was reading this last night with my girlfriend, and I actually got kind of like upset about it. like it. She means well, right? But she doesn't know anything about me, and it's not anything like personal. It's just her doing marketing for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints, okay. like the Mormon Church stuff. Yeah. So this time she sent this whole uh, speech or something that someone a uh, um, uh, member of the church gave and it's called the war goes on it's about the war in heaven because mormons believe that there was a war in heaven yeah you know the way heaven should be Mm -hmm. you know war right (laughs) and they go and like it's in there and it's like it's not a war of bombs and guns but the fighting we had not yet received physical bodies we fought the war Uh, Without swords, guns, or bombs, but the fighting was just as intense as any modern war, and there were billions of casualties. The premortal war was fought with words, ideas, debate, and persuasion, which I think is Facebook now. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, that's what they're, you know, kind of explaining. So, that was, like, the devil versus Jesus, and then all the people that didn't agree with Jesus were cast out. And that's kind of, like, what this kind of re-triggered in me is I'm like, oh man, it, it is a one blind thought process for these people, for like, for like my grandma. And like, that's all she is focused on. And there's no other way to do it than this way. Yeah. And it's anything else is Satan. Yeah. And that's really upsetting. Yeah. Yeah. And I got like, I got like kind of like in my feelings about last night, I was a little drunk last night too. By the time I got to this point, but it is one of those things where I'm like, man, that really makes me feel like proud of myself for getting out of it. But also like so like disconnected from my family.
1: Yeah, that's a huge disconnection. Yeah.
2: And like when you have my
1: mom's kind of religious and I know she's cool with me doing whatever. Uh, but there is definitely a part of her that's that just feels like I want to go to heaven and I, I need you there, too. So mm-hmm. and you're not going to get there unless you do. Yeah. <laughs> unless you start acting this this in this way. And she's not vocal about it. But I, I know like th- different things where it's just like, I wish you would, you know, come to church when you come home. If we mm-hmm. go to church or whatever. And I would I do that every once in a while. But I'm, you know, yeah, I don't I'm like I participate to my comfort level. But it is definitely weird when you're like, it's great that you have this thing you believe in. I I'm I don't feel as strongly about it, but I'm not running around acting like I'm gonna, you know, like, well, I'm the- not out doing evil things. I'm trying to make my current living world better. Yeah, because I, I'm,
2: if there is a heaven, great. I think I would get there by making. The world a better the place. World in better place. And loving people and having values. And that's that's really what I think the disconnect between me and my parents is I have the values that they wanted me to have. Yeah. But I have separated them from the dogmatic part of it yeah. that makes it important to them, where you have these values because those values are what gets you into heaven. Versus just being a good person and doing, you know, right from wrong and and forgiving yourself and doing all that stuff, and and forgiving others like it, just all the the things that they taught me to do, and then like the way I've separated it, like it's it's almost frustrating to them. They're like, oh, so you are a good person, but you're just not the right kind of good person.
1: <laughs> yeah, and it's also it might feel weird too because you're doing it. What was that? Uh, that would be a power
2: outage. Oh. Come on. Uh, (laughs) Is your your phone still going? My phone should be going because it's not a a thing, but it looks like. There we go. Uh, mm -hmm. Uh, Come on. You can do it. We're back.
1: Get ready. Oh, man. Really wish uh, we weren't talking about God so much.
2: Yeah, right? (laughs) We had a power outage. Uh, so we had to take a little break there. We <coughs> While were not- we
1: were talking about God, we had a yeah. power
2: outage. Yeah, that was weird, right? Uh, but then we redeemed ourselves because we went to the basement to see if we could get out of the garage doing something selfish. But then there was an old man that was trapped in the garage and we let him get in and then didn't follow up. He might be still down there, but he's in, I think. Yeah, he'll be warm. He'll be warm. Yeah, he'll be out of the garage. And so, you know, we did that. We're heroes. Uh, to that old man and that nice. lady that uh, uh, I don't, think she was wearing a bra. <laughs> <laughs> it's sun. It's a lazy Sunday. <laughs> yeah, right. And just guys you know, coming here to work on my condo and you know, just let these nipples cut some wood. <laughs> she was wearing a bra. Just trying to make the story better, better than it was, but you got some quality time with my dog. Yeah, I played with your dog. I played the guitar. I think you fixed my dog. I think when my dog's gonna be a out. better dog now because of you. You, you. It's my
1: calm energy.
2: It is. And like I'm calm, but you're like a another level down of calm than I am.
1: On the outside. On the outside. On the inside. There's a fiery raging.
2: rage. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Uh I talked about this on last week's episode with Mark Norman, but uh I got mad at uh one of my son's friends I guess so my son's got a girlfriend and his girlfriend lives with her cousin that's 16 so she's almost she's 17 she'll be 18 soon and my son's 18 and they all work together okay and I was picking them up and we were getting food and uh I was reading their order off of his girlfriend's phone and then her cousin texted her phone and said why Bill sound gay and I was like, exactly. And, like, and that's kind of <laughs> how I reacted to it. Like, like she she had sent that. So she probably went through a whole shit her pants moment where she sent that before I had the phone in my hand, mm-hmm. and then it was received as the phone was, was being in my passed. hand. <laughs> and then I'm like reading this, and I'm just like, what? And I kinda like Well they were all in the car. They're all in the car, yeah. Oh. She's in the back seat. Whoa. Yeah, she was talking shit about me from the back seat. And so I turned around and confronted her on it and she had a full blown panic attack that lasted like two days. That's hilarious. Yeah, because she doesn't like they don't have any men in their life, so like they're like like I talked to him about it later, and they're like, "Well, we don't like, you know, we ne- we've never had a man scream at us." I'm like, "I was not screaming. I was just very stern, like doing a dad voice, a gay dad voice, apparently. yeah, a very gay dad voice." Very g- and I'm like, <laughs> "How dare you?" Uh. Uh. So I, yeah, gave that little kid a panic attack. That's pretty and, great. Yeah, it was. I felt real bad about it. I still feel like I don't feel terrible. Like she was doing something just stupid, but like her reaction to it was so like over the top like i was just like hey don't don't talk shit about someone that's doing something nice for you yeah like just don't do that like we don't have to have any sort of relationship other than like i'm the guy that sometimes drives you home and will make little quick jokes about your work and getting taco bell right like, that's all the relationship we have to have you don't got to make it like i'm anything other than that
1: yeah or so. try trying
2: like talk shit on you <laughs> and try to talk shit on me to like two two people that you know to, to uh, you know your cousin that likes me as far as I know but it, that was weird so that's why I don't talk to kids yeah I try not to that I don't I don't good. I don't voluntarily talk to kids no it's I, a I, nice I know thing. It's like, just like hey if there's anybody that's between the ages of 16 and 18 and needs a ride home from work let me know I'll, I'll, and I'll buy you a Taco Bell don't talk shit about me or I'll give you a panic attack <laughs> But it's one of those things where it's just like they f- they need someone in their life that can show them like, oh, yeah, that wasn't him being super angry. That was just him t- trying to right the wrong in the moment. Yeah, that was I'm a like, reaction yeah. that any human would, would have had. Yeah.
1: But they they're just all Internet <laughs> mm-hmm. Internet based where they could just be like this guy, on a YouTube video. This guy <laughs>
2: sounds gay. And yeah. then no- nobody does anything. Yeah, there's no consequence <laughs> to their actions. No. And then when there is, <laughs> they cannot handle it. So, uh, we're back with old man talk, old man talk that we're, we're like on our way to being old men. We're like knocking, we're the new generation of old men Yep. where we are like, remember when's will be like about how different the internet was. Like we talked about earlier in this episode, we're like, remember when YouTube was new? Yeah. (laughs) Like that was exciting. Remember when we, uh had websites where we had to host our own video. Remember Vine? Yeah. Let me tell you a little something about Kazaa. <laughs> there was a trick to it. If you found the right thing and then you found the user that had it, you could search through their library if you became friends, and then you could find anything you needed. And if they had a T1, you're in.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: What were all the fast pieces like T1, T3, yeah. c- Cable... Was okay. DSL was, DSL was great okay. for
1: downloads, bad for uploads. Mm. Something like that. Something like that. Now we're living in a FiOS world. What were we talking about? We were talking about your grand. We
2: oh yeah, we started talking about, talking about, talking about the uh, the letter she sent. you. The letter, you letter that about. she sent me, and like, so the way I kind of want to handle it is by writing her letters and just talking about my life and see if I can actually get to know her.
1: That's a good idea.
2: I know, and I need to do it.
1: And let her know you're a person, not just. How many grandchildren
2: does she have? Like forty.
1: Yeah, that's insane.
2: I know, know, right? And that's like the thing. Like, she's got so many grandkids, and it's, and and we're all so very different, and our parents are all very different. I think there's seven kids in my dad's family. If I go through, and like everybody except my oldest uncle uh, has kids, but he is. A sixty-seven year or so year old bachelor that lives with my grandma mm. and his best friend Ronnie, and him watch movies together.
1: Oh, <laughs> so you can figure it out. Like, you know. Why you sound gay?
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, and he's really the conspiracy theories and other unhealthy coping mechanisms.
1: <laughs> I mean, that could be an asexual thing too it could be yeah it could be you just want a buddy and then a bunch of things to occupy your mind
2: yeah absolutely yeah but but whatever. not sure it is but you know whatever whatever. Whatever. yeah and that's the thing It's like i don't i don't have any problem (laughs) with that i'm more concerned about his uh devout following to uh alex jones (laughs) oh yeah that's (laughs) weird yeah so (sighs) huh That blackout took a lot out of me. I haven't, but when's the last time you had like a blackout like that? Last night.
1: Oh, my, oh, like an electrical one? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't remember. We haven't even had one in New York in a while that I can remember. Mm-hmm. The last like big blackout I remember was that one. Remember that one that happened here in Ohio like a bunch of years ago where like the whole grid went down in the midwest (laughs) well that was was like was
2: that the one that was in like 2003 yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, that was a long time ago i was in the philippines when that happened so i don't actually have memories of that happening here but power would go out pretty regularly in the philippines uh like especially in like the summer when it'd be so hot and then you get like these crazy storms and shit like that so we were always pretty prepared for them like we had a fuck ton of candles like ready to go and just but the like the part about that that sucked is just Having no air conditioning, yeah, oh, it was brutal. Yeah,
1: actually, that was the last, the last uh, power loss I felt where I was just like, "Oh God, this is the worst time for the power to go." Was when I did that um, Armed Forces Entertainment tour last year. Oh, okay. And we went to Niger, which is like the the fourth poorest country in the world, and we flew into their tiny ass airport, and they lost our bags, so we had to go back the next day and the power kept going out in the airport. It was going out that night that we landed too, mm-hmm. but it was again, because it it's just such a poor place. They're just like, well, power's out again. And you just see, as soon as it goes out, everybody turns their phone lights on. Yeah. But we had to like navigate a language barrier, an extreme cultural barrier and a bunch of other things to, in the dark to try and get them to tell us, where the airline left our luggage wow and it took it was dude it was terrifying because
0: when we went to mobile phone companies say they offer home internet but if their internet comes from a cell phone network you should know it's just phone internet not home internet keep your home up to speed with Cox Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet Cox is the real home internet you're looking for Based on Cox analysis of Ookla speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022, and Cox serviceable areas. Visit cox.com internet for details.
1: Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?
0: Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? ha! in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell.
2: Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus.
1: Terms
3: and conditions apply. See website for details.
1: The airport, the, first of all, I mean, it looked
2: like... And this is why, it's like, this is why we take so many like things like customer service for granted. Because if you get shitty, the way people get shitty towards customer service here in that country, they'll just arrest you. Yeah, they'll just be like, "We're not dealing with you." They'll just be like, "Hey, come get this person out of here." Fuck that. They can They
1: like they were just holding machine guns. Yeah, like literally, like we saw one of the security guards in front of us like mm-hmm. reporting for work, and he had to go through the metal detector which I'm pretty sure was just a conveyor belt with like a box around it. And he just takes off this like Kalashnikov rifle that was probably donated to that country from by Russia, like Mm -hmm. 40 years ago. And he just puts it uh, on the conveyor belt. (laughs) It goes (laughs) through the thing. And then he walks in and like nods at his buddies. And then we get in behind him to try and figure out where the hell our bags are. And they're like, give us your passports. And we're like, yeah, you can see our passport. And they're like, no, Give us your passport. If you want to go in the airport, we need to hold your passport. And we were like, "No, you can't. You don't. You never give your passport away mm-hmm. to anybody in a place like that. Yeah, uh, or anywhere really. Yeah, because nobody is. Nobody can. If people have your. If you're traveling abroad and people are holding onto your passport, you're, you're at stuck. their mercy. Yeah, yeah. So we were like, "No." Yeah, and they were like come on it was basically (laughs) like because we all kind of like went back in a huddle and Mm -hmm. we're like well what can they do like either we just don't get our bags back but like going without our bags is not as bad as going without as bad as going out with your passport yeah and we had american military with us but they weren't allowed to come to like walk up with us Mm -hmm. so it's just three or four comedians yeah i probably would have been like trying to navigate this who was the first person that said no Oh, it was uh, Aaron Foley. Okay, well, good for them. Oh yeah, totally. Because I would, have uh, been, been like, here you go. <laughs> I, oh
2: 100%. no, I'm in here now.
1: <laughs> Afterwards, I was like, I was like, Aaron, thank you for knowing what you're doing and just like being assertive enough mm-hmm. to be like, no, because I would have just been trusting. Yeah, and would they have done anything weird?
2: I doubt it. Right. I honestly doubt it. But they just want like they want to be in control. They, they want, want to have be the power. in control. Yeah, they might have got you know asked for money or some, something could something happened, weird yeah.
1: yeah and then like you and all right. of a sudden you're trying to like, give them a 20 or whatever and then like oh uh, it was and all kinds more, of more though yeah you got 80 all kinds of that? weird that's crazy uh but then when we we're in the airport then the power went out and we we're like working with this woman we didn't speak either of the languages that they spoke there The whatever the actual language they speak there is and then french is like their interim language mm-hmm. you know that, like everybody there knows knows but yeah none of us knew French even Ooh. the Canadian Nathan McIntosh the damn zone. Nathan or Nova Scotia zone sorry mm. Um well, that's terrifying French, Canadian part but I, yeah I, yeah I've been to Jamaica
2: we had like when I went to the Philippines like they pretty much handled all that stuff and now that I think about it, like my passport was at the like missionary home the whole time but that was for our protection because but one they didn't want us to just leave at a moment's notice but also right uh they didn't want people to rob us and take them
1: so yeah yeah
2: yeah that's scary shit uh and, and uh here's another tip about passports keep track of it because i lost mine a few years ago and i can't find it it's a pain in the ass yeah. i lost my social security card i still have my social security card lost my passport and i don't know luckily this if there's a year to lose your passport it's 2020. Like, <laughs> yeah, like where, where I you don't going? need it for yeah. a while. We're not getting out of this fucking country for a couple of years, so uh, it's just one of those things that like I would like to know where it's at, but I don't know where it's at. Yeah, it's probably being used for nefarious things, or it's just you'd know if they,
1: if they had your identity, you'd have figured it out. Yeah. now. but
2: I think it's probably just in my ex girlfriend's house somewhere. Yeah. yeah. So, all right. Uh, remember when you were almost uh, married? Yeah. <laughs> And I was married. married. Man. I know. When are you guys going to actually get married next year?
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Say, like Indigenous People's Day weekend mm. of next year. Okay.
2: It was supposed to be this year. But do you think it's going to be out. okay next year to do it? Or are you going to?
1: Well, I think it's going to be better. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be perfect. Mm-hmm. Like, there's going to be, you know, we're probably going to still end up doing as much as we can outside, right. and like, you know, there's probably going to be like. Mask situations, but right. certainly better than what it would have been this year. This year, especially like literally two weeks ago.
2: Yeah, two weeks ago, uh, and, and now there's like another. By the time this is out, the the New York lockdown, not lockdown, but travel ban co- sort of thing, where like if you come and go from New York, you got to have the COVID test or whatever. Yep. So
1: Yeah, I'm I'm going back tomorrow. I'm missing the deadline by one day. That's good. So I was going back the day after two days. I was going back mm. the day after election day. I would have had to have gotten a test here in Ohio.
2: So what I'm guessing if like when people come into town from New York, as soon as you get here, you take a COVID test so that you have it ready for when you go back.
1: I would assume or you want they have like a window like for when you go back. So yeah. you want to get it like the, a day or two before you go back yeah. to wherever you're from. But but
2: don't you need it while you're walking around New York? Well, don't you need it so that you can get back in or do you need it? Like the results take like three to five days. Oh not Well, yep. So if like you're doing a weekend here, I'm thinking like comedy schedule. Oh, you get in here on Thursday, and you take it on Thursday, and your flight leaves on Sunday or Monday. You get your results back on Sunday or Monday, and then you're good.
1: Yeah, but if they have that window, because that in that time you could, you have, could have gotten it
2: right. I know, and that's why it's so a they, pretty imperfect
1: system. Some of them are like we. There has to be like within seventy two hours. Okay. And that rap- rapid tests are available now in yeah. New York. You can get a rapid test for free.
2: Oh, really? Yeah.
1: Okay. You just go into any of the like. Well, they'll probably have those at the airport eventually too. That's the plan. Yeah. I don't know how they haven't already. Like it seems like, it seems like whatever th- that would cost mm-hmm. would outweigh the loss of travel. Travel, right? The thing that sucks is when somebody tests positive. Then you got You have all these people sitting at the airport that are just then like shipped off to a weird zombie room. (laughs) Yeah, "Yeah, and you're like, all right, we got one, so
2: shit. Well, and from my experience, like someone that my girlfriend uh, worked with tested positive, and she took two tests and both uh, came back negative. A friend of mine, his roommate, tested positive. His he took two tests, both came back negative. Uh, Wait, so when did they test positive? They tested positive. I don't, I don't know the roommate one, but like this one was like last week, and then she took a rapid test, and then she took another, like a blood test or not the blood test, the lab test, and both came back negative. So, but who then said I,
1: when you said somebody tested positive?
2: Yeah, someone that she works with. Oh,
1: someone that she works with. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, so
2: someone that she works with tested positive, so they shut down the restaurant for a week, made everybody get tested twice, yeah, and then said once you get two negative tests, you can come back to work. So, so I mean, it's just how like, doing it. so it just shows you that like even if you are like near someone that has it, without you know, it still has to aerosolize or whatever. To, yeah,
1: it's not a given, but mm-hmm. it ain't a game. I feel like playing. No, it's time. not.
2: Especially when you hear about like the long term effects and shit, where there's some people that like their smell and taste still haven't come back. It ages your brain ten years. Have You seen that one?
1: Yeah, I, I don't know.
2: If, I think that's in very old people that were like very severely hit by it. But it's you know scary. Still weird. Yeah. It's still really fucking. Still weird. really fucking weird. It's because they don't want us to be out there,
1: man. They want us. They want us. Yeah. Right. They. Inside.
2: They want us inside where they can make Netflix us vote and, and watch Netflix and just consume media, the liberal media. They just want to make Trump look bad with the economy because the economy was so ungo- going so good. It was going so good, so they yeah, want to find a way to sabotage it all.
1: The entire world is mm-hmm. dealing with it, but only we are the ones who are truly
2: affected. But only this narrow scope of the seven people that I hang out with regularly haven't been affected. Therefore, therefore, not a I'm big fine. deal.
1: Nobody I know has gotten it.
2: Mm-hmm. Man, I know a couple people. I know, I know a couple, a couple, couple of comedians. Yeah, I know several people. Uh so several people that have gotten it and then just like my cousin got it. Like, yeah. My brother had it, like his whole went through his whole family 'cause in he's in Idaho and they let him do a very hard lockdown and they all like were going to school and so they all had to it's like two weeks of school. Damn. I know we got real sick, but like it like my brother's kind of at risk because he's not the like he's a fat so. Yeah. So I don't know.
1: Well, I just know that I, I, I'm I'm going to Sturgis again next year. That's all. You got to go,
2: sir. You got to ride, man. Got to ride. You got to ride. Got to ride. Ride or die. All right.
1: Well, Jim, <laughs> did we wrap it?
2: Up I think nicely? we're wrapping it up now.
1: It really, yeah, it really takes the momentum out when the power goes out for like yeah. two hours.
2: Yeah, we were having like this nice God talk, and then all of a sudden, I got to uh, listen to Jim serenade me, which I wasn't actually upset about. We had a pretty good time. I, I would say uh, for blackouts. I'll give that one an 8 out of 10. Yeah. like it was, it, was, it was like almost like camping for an hour or two. No, it was fun. Yeah. I liked it. All right. Jim 2s, at Jim 2s on all the social you. media. Check out his YouTube channel. Subscribe to his YouTube channel. Turn on those post notifications for this show and for Jim and on our Instagram and our Twitter. And just always know what we're doing and engage with us uh, and, and help us uh, just get out of this middle malaise that, of success that we've been in for so long
1: just enjoy my work yeah and enjoy his work because it's fucking good shit
2: hire me Mm -hmm. to create things and pay him his actual price thank you that's important (laughs) all right i wonder how this is gonna sound with the fucking wind whipping through i was gonna say yeah it'll be all right yeah well it's atmosphere it is atmosphere it's better than the dog barking so uh that's jim and now this you are tiny Welcome uh, to the Bill Squire Show. Uh, you remember Sam. Sam uh, wanted to do a podcast. She's like trying to convince me to do a podcast. And since I love her so much. I was oh, like,
3: of yeah, course. that's all it is. Okay, that's what it is. I think that like you a little bit drunk. Me also a little. Tiny, <laughs> a, a little a bit? Little Are bit you drunk.
2: a little bit drunk?
3: Um, okay.
2: Yes, actually.
3: On a scale actually, of one to ten. On a, on a scale of one to me being drunk, where does this lie?
2: Hmm, I give this a six. Six? Yeah.
3: Out of a hundred?
2: Is it out of a hundred? You I said one know. to ten.
3: Did I say ten?
2: I believe you did. I <laughs> make it an
3: eight. <laughs> I don't think. I, oh, whatever. Mm-hmm. Fine. What do we need to talk about? Have we talked well, about our weeks? Let's talk about our weeks. Well, I I,
2: I want to talk about so this will air after the Carly's matches episode. So Carly Yes! Yeah. So we went over all that. If you didn't listen to that episode, please listen to that episode. It's so fun. It's very fun. Oh. And uh we went through all the matches that Carly had. And uh I feel like she's very hesitant to pick any, but her friends told her the guy Tom that we like, My
3: guy. The yeah. fucking, yeah, guy? yeah, the oh! guy the list. Yeah,
2: he was great. And I, I think when it comes to, it's just
3: the the fucking flipping a piece of paper okay. away confidence that I'm just like, mm-hmm. yeah, you're okay, you're feeling it. Ugh, but I, I feel,
2: it. I feel like when it comes to Carly, she's so afraid to make a decision because she's she's so afraid of getting hurt that she.
3: Is she afraid of making a decision, a decision because she's afraid of getting hurt? Or is she afraid of making a decision because it's gonna be a it could potentially be a wrong decision?
2: Well, that's what will hurt her. No. So yeah. Mm, so,
3: those are not the same to me.
2: Well, for her, they are. Okay. A wrong decision is a hurtful decision.
3: Oh dear lord. Is so, she because oh, she doesn't hell no. she doesn't oh, get no. hurt
2: by. Her decision, but she gets hurt by the guy that she picks. But she's also...
3: Are her emotions her reality?
2: What does that even mean? Oh,
3: no. Please, explain. No, no. Explain oh, no. to me... Oh, no. I am... Afraid. Emotions
2: I am are reality. I am,
3: I am terrified. I am fucking petrified. You wanted to mind. do this. Now we got to talk about... I know, Emotions the, 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 are reality. Okay. Because
2: I think there's a lot of people like this.
3: There are a lot and of people And you brought up like
2: somebody this. that said that their emotions are their reality. And I think that's a dangerous place to be.
3: If your emotions are your reality, I don't, I'm not sober enough to be able to talk about this. Oh
2: God. Okay. See, that's the thing. You always want to come here and like, yeah, let's have fun and be good. I know I want to have fun because
3: this is fun and now like I get to have a place to talk about my things that are built up in my fucking stupid quadratic brain. Quadratic. Yeah. What does that mean? Do you, do you know the quadratic formula?
2: I've heard of it. Hmm. Is that A squared plus B squared equals C squared? Wrong. What's that one?
3: It's the opposite of A something, blah, blah, blah. It's a whole thing I used to know and I don't know it anymore. Okay, well, I can look it up real quick. What's A squared
2: plus B squared equals C squared?
3: I don't remember the name of it, but the quadratic formula is the opposite of B. Oh, God damn it minus something over the square root of Damn it, it was a whole thing. It's
2: right here. It's going to come up. Uh-huh. I Got real slow internet right now cuz I'm uploading. I'm uploading an episode. No one no no
3: one who likes math, please please don't judge me. I also like math. It's logical and I enjoy I it. like
2: math. I just I'm not good at
3: it. I used to be so good at
2: it. I was good at it until like, like I was
3: good at it, it was,
2: I was good at it when it was just memorization, like when it was just like how fast can you memorize these facts?
3: I want. I want to see. I want it. Okay. The, the opposite of b plus or minus the square root of b squared minus four ac over two a.
2: Damn, that's that's some heavy shit. Ugh, that's some shit that God. I don't even.
3: I knew. I did. I not I say the opposite of b. I said the. No, answer. you got it. You
2: got it. Okay. Got my, What's a squared plus b squared equals c squared?
3: That's some other fucking weird guy's name.
2: A squared. Plus b squared equals c squared. What's that called? Pelag- Pythagorean theorem. Pythagorean.
3: Pythagorean. Pythagorean. Python theorem.
2: Pathagorean.
3: Polyamorous theorem.
2: <laughs> Diarrhea theorem.
3: You can be however gay or not gay you want <laughs> theorem. <laughs> um, All right.
2: So, um, what? Let's look up that actually. Let's look up. What we we talking about? The my emotions are my reality.
3: Oh, God. Type it in. And see what happens. Because someone said that to someone I know.
2: Are my reality. Oh God, this makes and I feel like this is where a lot of people live.
0: People is this do. a
2: lyric? Oh, did she fucking lift no, this from some emo band?
3: God, if it's... Oh, psychology today. Click on it. Click it. Click it. Click
2: Emotional it. reality. Psycho, psychology today. This is, like, the stuff that I'm so fascinated with. And so, like, as this is episode 24 now of this podcast. And what I really end up going back to again and again is a lot of relationship talk and a lot of just, are like, we, emotional are we, development. Are we
3: a relationship therapist
2: now? Uh, no, because that's not what we just... I just like talking about it. And I like understanding it. I also I think like... it's because it's, it's, it's always changing, too. And everyone's different. And everybody's... Huh? It's always interesting, I think. Mm-hmm. To me, it is. Okay. Okay. Emotional reality, unlike physical reality, is created rather than observed. Whoa.
3: Okay. By and I, large, people I create can't.
2: the emotional... Let me get through this. By and large, people <laughs> create the emotional reality in which they live. Unfortunately, the choice <gasps> of which reality we create is usually made by a default, a kind of habitual automatic pilot derived from temperament, metabolism, and experience. The human brain filters information within its default choices, processing that which conforms to them and excluding that which deviates from them. The result can keep us pretty much stuck in a rut. So that is deep because if you are living in an emotional reality, You're, you're you're discarding everything that you don't like. Basically, it's like you're a child and you. If it's but not your way, then you don't like it.
3: It's not, your way and you, it's not your way, and you don't like it, and you are giving way to, like, okay, so, hi, I'm an adult, and I'm living my life, and here's what's happening. Show me
2: you're an adult again. <laughs> hi, I'm a little... <laughs>
3: oh, this makes me so uncomfortable. Why? Why? Yeah. Because I watch people who live in emotional reality every single day. Mm-hmm. And I hear the side notes of that from a secondary person.
2: Okay, so if you were to speak to someone living in an emotional reality, what would you say to them?
3: It wouldn't matter because whatever. It doesn't
2: matter what you say. It doesn't matter how they react to it. But what do you think you need to say to them?
3: What what do I... I don't don't know if there's something that I need to say to them, but because... I feel like
2: there would be something like that because I feel like... There's plenty of people like this.
3: There's there's no way to actually explain to them for them to realize and but, process. But you're not
2: you're not doing it to try and fix them. You're just trying. I'm to I'm not say, trying to fix them. Right? I'm not. But, I'm not but, doing that. I'm trying. What, what what do you want to say to them? Like therapeutically, what would you want to say to that person? Oh, it can be angry. It can okay. be emotional. Um, as emotional as they are living in, you know. What what do you want to express to them okay. about their emotional reality?
3: So, I guess, like, if someone said, my emotions are my, my emotions are my reality, like, exaggerating the fact that their feelings are their entire existence, mm-hmm. it, it's just like, it, to me, that sentence makes me look at you like you're a schizophrenic person, because... So you're going through your day to day. I don't it's, and it's, I wouldn't
2: even say that is true because Marty, who I need to have back on the show, maybe I'll have him on this week.
3: Maybe uh, that maybe that's not the right word. but I don't like, I think
2: schizophrenic, but I think uh someone that is living in an emotional reality is someone that I think is probably bipolar.
3: A b- bipolar or some kind of something because, like you, like, you can't just live every day and have every moment switch from, like, oh, this is a good moment. I'm having a time and this is great mm-hmm. and fucking whatever the fuck happens. And then something, like, b- bad happens and you're just like, oh, well, fuck this, fuck that, blah, blah, fucking blah. Yeah. So you're fine. And then angry. I don't Well, you're you know, living...
2: On each raw emotion, and that's dictating how you react and,
3: that, I, I, and how you
2: act at every moment. That doesn't and that's process n- in
3: my brain. Well, that's
2: because you're not an emotional person like that. Uh, you probably push your emotions down too far. Probably. Which is a whole nother thing. But uh, the people that live in that emotional reality let their emotions dictate all of their actions there, rather is... than any rational thought where they go, okay, may, how can I analyze this and actually see how it it is from other perspectives?
3: When I get upset in any capacity, whether it's like mad or sad or whatever, I try to tell myself to give myself, you have five minutes to feel this this feeling, like be fucking pissed off for five minutes, be so sad for five minutes, cry your eyes out, whatever, And then come back to it with a clear head and get into it and think about, like, why did this happen? Why did this make you feel like this? Why is that happening?
2: And you know what that's called? A coping mechanism.
3: That sounds bad, though.
2: No. Why would a coping mechanism be bad?
3: I don't know. Because most coping mechanisms in my my reality, uh, they're (laughs) bad.
2: Well, you're an alcohol reality. (laughs) I mean that with love. But I think coping mechanisms are good because that (laughs) I've offended you many times tonight. Uh, Coping mechanisms are good. And that's how you deal with stress and anxiety and all those different emotions uh, and learn how to level out. And I think like my my friend uh, who's been on this podcast, Sarah was in town and she came out to hilarities last night. And she was just telling me how she.
3: Chicago's there? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know. And
2: she was supposed to come out tonight. I'm 12. Yeah. Uh, oh, I love her. I love her too. And she was supposed to come out tonight and she didn't come out. Yeah. And I was, because she had kind of a, you know, she, and she, I think, lives in a similar emotional reality where her emotions <laughs> dictate everything about her rather than finding that grounded part of yourself and then, you know, kind of processing the emotions rather than just letting them fucking run your life
3: i was having a really really uh, after you helped me move my bed and my box spring Mm -hmm. i was super fucking angry i was angry Mm -hmm. i was still driving my grandpa's truck
2: were you angry what were you angry at
3: i don't know i was just angry just angry i was just so angry did you want more help no okay i did not undo my box spring at all (laughs) <laughs> I'm not the box wing, the bed frame. I carried that out of my house by myself. Mm-hmm. And my arms are not long enough to fucking carry it end by end. So it's like middle by side by awkward middle down this fucking stairs. And then like weird turn stairs. And I'm just like fucking huffing and puffing and having a time. And I'm pissed off about that. And then I'm like, oh, I scratched the inside of my grandpa's new truck. I'm an asshole. So, I'm having all these angry feelings and, like, this negative emotion, but, like, just take five seconds. Take Mm -hmm. a deep breath. Like, get over it. Is this the worst part of your day? Is this really the worst part of your day? Well, even
2: if that's the worst part of your day, it's not an insurmountable amount of bad you know no, and, and you and didn't crash it, Chuck. you scratched the inside of the bed of a truck which gets scratched
3: i know that but like it, it's not it's uh and
2: you're just trying for, to be respectful and for, for that to yeah. me it
3: boils down to it not being my thing right if it was my thing i wouldn't care right but it, it's not but my it's, his, it's yeah. not my thing so and he, so he I, let you I use have, it
2: and so you feel like you're disrespecting it I and have that's
3: a wild wildly large amount of respect for other people's things
2: well that's very sweet let me tell you it's this, weird. though. Tonight, she spilled champagne on my pants and my shoes. So I don't know if I believe
3: her. Definitely on purpose. <laughs> Definitely on purpose. I was like, hey, bartender whose name I know. Lisa. Whose name I know. Can I just have a bottle of whatever? Um, I mean, Wycliffe. Yeah, it's the cheapest shit. Give me that. Hmm. Uh, it's already fucking stale from like four days ago. Yes, give me that. Let me just dump it on Bill Shoes. No! No.
2: And I forgive you, just like your grandpa, I'm sure, would. Don't spill anymore. Don't spill anymore. you have already done enough. All right. Is there anything else you want to talk about? I don't know. Do you want to be this week's Instagram hottie? Ew, no. Please. Then I don't have to go find one.
3: Please? Yes.
2: we we'll use is... the daddy picture. The butt picture. <laughs> I'll find a picture. You have cute pictures. Of me?
3: Yeah. That's terrifying. Oh? Huh? You have.
2: No, I'll use one that's already posted on your Instagram. Don't show your boobs on the podcast, because i got to edit it out. Actually, if you can, I, I'll just cut it.
3: My hair is long enough. Oh, if you want to. Um. Okay, so if you guys want me to be the Instagram hottie and you want to see weird pictures of me naked in weird places.
2: You don't have to be naked. Just...
3: Naked-ish and weird places-ish.
2: Huh. I don't know. They're not voting on it. I'm picking you. I'm
3: making them vote. Please vote, Jesus Christ, on this, not anything else. Oh, my God. And
2: also vote. No, no, no just this. Actually, let me think. This will come out one day before the election, so please vote. For Donald, not Donald Trump. Ooh, ooh, <laughs> vote for Joe Biden.
1: <laughs> You're so loud. Don't say
2: things like that. I'm sorry. All right. Anything else you want to say on this episode?
3: I just want to sit here and talk to you with this microphone in my face.
2: Well, we got to wrap it up because it's going to be too long. Yeah. Signing off. One lick come. <laughs> I love you.
3: Not going to do that again.
2: Okay. A little bit mean. All right. Thank you guys. Uh, and check out whatever's coming up next. It might be the end of the show. I don't know. I'm filming this a week before anything scheduled uh because she wanted to do it randomly.
3: I'm sorry, you're welcome. I love you.
2: I love you too.
1: This is the Bill Squire Show.